morning that we will do something a little bit different and a little bit the same. <laughs> a little bit different in that we'll do it together and a little bit the same in that we're going to share a soap together. And if you have been around Port Macquarie Salvos since the beginning of the year, this will likely not be a new concept to you because <laughs> this is something we've done a few times, isn't it, Pete? It is. And even recently, we have, like, over the last couple of weeks, started doing online on our YouTube channel a soap with Pete and Becky as a video each week, just a five-minute video of us uh, doing this process together. So welcome to Soap with Pete and Becky. <laughs> <laughs> and we just love this process because it opens us up to what God wants to say to us. Yep. It is scriptural, and as people who are based on the Bible, we want as much scripture in us as we can get. And also, we are believing for new people, new salvations, and it's a great way of us each being able to teach them how to push into the Bible and to push into things of God. That's right. And I love it as well because it's got this, like it's not just extra knowledge, but it asks the question, how am I going to apply this to my life so that it becomes not just words in a book, but it becomes a life lived out um, following Jesus. Yeah. So let's begin with some prayer, hey? Lord Jesus, as we open up your scripture this morning, we pray that you would speak to us. We pray that you would show each of one of us individually what it is that you want to speak into our hearts and our souls and our minds today. Amen. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right, well, SOAP, for anyone who hasn't done it, stands for Scripture, Observation, Application, and Prayer. We're not talking about... Although I did use that this morning as well. <laughs> yeah, we definitely recommend soap. We definitely, the physical soap and this soap we recommend. But as we read this scripture today, which you can find in the sheet that you've been given, um, I want you to think as we read it, what stands out to you? What is God saying to you today? Maybe there's a verse or a phrase that, that will stand out. But here we go. Mark 8, 8, Mark 8 chapter, uh, verses 27 to 38. I'm going smooth here today. Here we go. Verse 27. Jesus and his disciples went on to the villages around Caesarea Philippi. On the way, he asked them, Who do people say? I am. They replied, Some say John the Baptist, others say Elijah, and still others, one of the prophets. But what about you? he asked. Who do you say I am? Peter answered, You are the Messiah. Jesus warned them not to tell anyone about him. He then began to teach them that the Son of Man must suffer many things and be rejected by the elders, the chief priests and the teachers of the law, and that he must be killed and after three days rise again. He spoke plainly about this, and Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him. But when Jesus turned and looked at his disciples, he rebuked Peter. 
Get behind me, Satan, he said. You do not have in mind the concerns of God, but merely human concerns. Then he called the crowd to him along with his disciples and said, Whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. For whoever wants to save their life will lose it, but whoever loses their life for me and for the gospel will save it. What good is it for someone to gain the whole world and yet forfeit their soul? Or what can anyone give in exchange for their soul? If anyone is ashamed of me and my words in this adulterous and sinful generation, the Son of Man will be ashamed of them when he comes in his Father's glory with the holy angels. Ooh, some big lines in there, isn't there? So what we want you to do is to reflect on this passage just for a moment and think, okay, what particular phrase or what particular verse stood out to me? If you've got a pen, you can circle the verse. If not, just make note of it. You might then want to think, why does this stand out to me? What is it that grabs my attention, so to speak? Or what is it that God is trying to speak to me through this verse or phrase, whatever it might be? So Pete, tell me what scripture or phrase stood out to you? Well, I think Bless you. <laughs> I think for me the main bit that stands out Well, I think it's interesting that Peter, where it says that Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him. Imagine being Peter and pulling Jesus aside and telling him, um, you know, what's going on, right? And telling him he's wrong. Pretty full on. Yeah. <laughs> but the verse where Jesus, you know, rebukes him, I mean, it is quite a big thing when he says, get behind me, Satan. But then he says, you do not have in mind the concerns of God, but merely, the hum- but merely human concerns. And what stands out to me about that is, how often do I think I know better than God? Or when are the, how often is the things that I'm concerned about, the things of man, the things the way I think they should be, rather than the things that God thinks they should be? And I guess my challenge in that is, and I guess the question I'm posing at this point in time is how do I make sure that I'm on God's level and God's wavelength, so to speak, rather than just a human wavelength? And I guess that even comes into it where, like, God might ask us to do something and we're like, uh, no, actually, I think this is a better idea. I'm going to do it my way. Has anyone else ever done that? I'm going to do this my way instead of God's way. And it's like Jesus is saying, well, actually, if you want to follow me, get in line. Yeah. Get, get behind me, like know your place and uh, I am God. <laughs> you are not. That's right. I mean, even thinking around COVID, right? Yeah. I mean, we all just want this thing to end, right? But maybe God is using this. I don't think he's causing it, but maybe he's using this to show us other things that we haven't quite learned yet. And maybe we need to be, maybe there's something that God wants to say to us in this time that we don't have. And I'm, I've heard of friends of mine that have said, 
I've actually grown closer to God in this time and I don't think I would have if it, if it hadn't been for COVID. And they've, there's been a sweetness that's been about that. And I think, wow, amazing how God can use these things, even though it, for us we're like, come on, stop this, you know. Um, so I want to be on God's wavelength in this stuff, not just on mine. Yeah, that's good. What about you, Becky? What stands out to you in this passage? I think for me it is from verse 29, uh, which says, But what about you, he or Jesus asked, who do you say I am? And particularly that phrase, who do you say I am? And then it says, Peter answered, you are the Messiah. And you know, these disciples, Peter in a sense is almost speaking on behalf of the disciples here, and and these disciples, they have been with Jesus for time, time and time again, for a great deal of time. They have seen all of his various miracles. They've been there for most of his ministry, but he wasn't the Messiah that everyone was expecting. And so there's this concept of they have witnessed it with their own eyes, but what do they actually believe in their heart? Who mm. do they say that Jesus is? And I think... Uh, I like that concept, like even for me as a minister of the gospel, as an officer, who do I actually say Jesus is and then who do I live like I believe Jesus is? Ooh. Yeah, because what we say and what we've experienced can be very different from the faith that we show in our every day. And so I think here, like Peter's calling that out, I see that you are Jesus the Messiah. Um, and so the, the challenge for me is who, who do I say that, that God is? Of course I say he's the Messiah, but what do I live like as well? Can other people see that I say that he's the Messiah in mm. my life? Or do I just declare that from the platform, so to speak? Well, that's good. Just in a sense, like, do I say that Jesus is the Messiah with my words and my life? Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. Well, that's a challenging question, isn't it? Hmm. Even this morning, I read about John the Baptist and how he sent a couple of disciples to Jesus and asked, hey, are you the Messiah that we've been waiting for or should we wait for someone else? <laughs> is there still someone else coming? And Jesus says to those disciples, well, take a look. Take a look. You've seen me uh, heal the deaf. You've seen me give sight to the blind. You've seen me raise the dead. You've seen me declare the good news. Like, do you now have enough information to answer that for yourself? <laughs> and, and I think, you know, that's a good question for us to be yeah. answering. Do I have enough information that I can too declare, yep, Jesus is the Messiah. Jesus is the Christ, my Lord and Saviour. Yeah. So that's quite an observation, Becky, that you've got there. How do you think you're going to apply that in your life? Well, I was thinking about this because it really is about putting Jesus in his rightful place. And ironically, unplanned, but I think that prayer of examine that we were talking about, this resource on the back here, is actually really helpful to identify that. So I was thinking at the end of the day, I might set an alarm on my phone for 7 o'clock, each day this week at night and just think throughout what has happened during the day today. Have I lived like Jesus is the Messiah 
Or have I lived more like Peter, I guess, and been like, actually, no, I want to do this my way or whatever the case may be. But just do like a daily check-in to see how I'm going with that. Well, that's good. You're talking Peter in the Bible here, not oh, Peter yes. over here, right? Okay. Yes. Sweet. Peter's passage about Peter in the Bible. <laughs> oh, that does get a bit confusing. <laughs> what about you, Pete? What, what are you going to do this week? Good question. I've been thinking a bit about this. Um, we were given like a little exercise, kind of, I guess, a meditation type exercise um, a couple of years ago that I found really helpful and I really want to implement again in my life. And we kind of call it a just like taking 10 minutes. And what I do is I set an alarm on my phone for like a timer on my phone for 10 minutes. You could do it with a kitchen timer. It doesn't matter what sort of... Microwave. Microwave, that's right. And um, set it for 10 minutes and just put the phone aside and just say, Holy Spirit, talk to me. And it just sort of says, and as I do that, you know, all sorts of thoughts come into your mind, like as what happens with some sort of meditation. But you just say, Holy Spirit, take this thought. I want to hear from you now. And just doing that, I mean, you can start with five minutes or... That sort of thing, but I'm going to take 10 minutes and, um, and try and do that every day this week and see what God reveals with them. Because I want to line up with his wavelength. I want to run on his level. I'm sick of just being just on that human level all the time when I know there's something greater. So that's, for me, my application. It's another good way to push in, isn't it? Yeah. 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 So what about each of you? You've got your verse or your phrase that you've pulled out. You've made some observations about it. But the question is, what will you do as a result of what you have read? How will your life be different because of what God has spoken into you and your heart today? That's really the challenge, isn't it? Mm. You know, like there's that um, parable in the Bible that talks about the man who built his house on the sand the man who built his house on the rock. And we want to be people who build our house on the rock. We want to be people who actually put the word of God into action in our lives. Not that we're not already, but it's always a good reminder. So just take a couple of mo moments, seconds, to think through what am I going to do this week? And then let's pray. I was going to say let's pee together, but that sounded wrong. Let's pray <laughs> together. S-O-A-P. Um, and we'll go from there. Maybe I'll just play some, something on the piano just while they reflect on sure. their application. Lord Jesus, we thank you that you are a God who speaks. 
We thank you for your word, the Bible, which instructs, it corrects, brings healing, brings restoration, it brings life. So Lord, I thank you that you have spoken into our hearts and our minds today. I thank you for the way that we can declare, we can see and declare that you are indeed the Messiah. Amen. I thank you that when we take the steering wheel in our lives, that you tell us to get behind you. I thank you that we don't have to do life alone because you are with us Amen. through the good times, through the bad times, through the happy times, through the sad times. So God, this week, I pray that we will take what has been spoken and that we will put it into practice. We will put mm. it into action. Give us the courage that we need to do that. Give us the insight that we need to do that. And Lord, as we continue to, to do these things, we pray that you would speak more to us. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.